2020's out. My voice cracked. Hold it on. Did it? it did. Hold on. We need to clap again. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Mm. You okay there? Yeah. Okay. Good. I mean, I'm good. I don't. I'm good now. Okay. To what I was saying, 2020 is finally over. Finally over. It's officially today that it's over. January 1st. Now we're in 2021. I know for a lot of people this might not be the case. Okay. But it went by fast for me. Really? Yeah. It did. The whole thing? The whole year. Yeah. It did. No way. There, there was, it was a small time this year that it really felt like it was kind of dragging. Mm-hmm. But for me, the beginning. In the end, fast. Why? Well, because I started this year. This was my, in the beginning of the year, that was my final semester. So, last semester of school just went by so fast for me. School always goes by fast, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. It was a pretty rough senior semester with, you know, what all's happened. Because halfway through, we just, we go home and we don't see each other again. My people I've you know, taking classes with for two years now, it's just so, it's such a letdown, mm-hmm. right? Because you expect to graduate and walk the stage. And instead, after, you know, our final class, it was just like, bye. That's that was so it. weird. <laughs> that was it, you know? Do you, will you have an actual ceremony? Will you go back and walk? Have they said anything about that? I don't think so. You don't get to walk at all? Well, no, they had a virtual, you know, virtual ceremony. Ugh. My sc- Hey, my name was on the screen for a second. Was it worth it? The four years. The grueling work. You were in school for longer than four years, weren't you? Like five years. Because I started the fall of 2015 and then graduated the spring of 2020. Man. But to have a full second on the screen. That was something else. That was pretty legendary. Kevin Compton. Civil no. <laughs> I I wish it was my name. It was my name with like 50 other people's names. Oh, what? That's yeah. it? Yeah. Because they had to go through every, they couldn't go through every senior graduating. You know, they did that every class before that. You know, like there's like so-and-so, soon oh, like cum laude. And then right, and they go on thing. stage. You know, so yeah. but this time they didn't have time. No, so they were just like, you know what? We're just going to put all the civil engineers on a page and all the, uh, you know, other majors. <laughs> Why? Oh my God. It doesn't, it's online for Pete's sake. Well, no, that's the thing, right? Nobody wants to sit an hour. But that's what they've been doing for <laughs> decades. It's it, all done now. And they were like, yeah, let's just, let's not even give them a real ceremony. Let's give them a digital ceremony. And let's not even take the same amount of time. Yeah. Let's not even sh- show a picture of them, not even have a second of their name being on the screen. It was just, how long did the ceremony last? Probably like 30, 40 minutes. How in the world did they not even go through the names and it lasted 40 something minutes? I, well, no, my name never, was never called out. I know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's oh. like, how did they stretch a non-ceremony out to 40 minutes? Well, because they, they had like, you know, some people from the school go up and like talk and stuff like that. Talk about what? It's the... your guys' day, not theirs. <laughs> I don't know about our hard work and stuff, you know, and then like what's happening, <laughs> you know, with you know COVID. So, oh my and, like, goodness. finishing out. <sighs> 
stuff like that. We want you guys to finish strong, and we're so proud of these guys. We're going to put all of their names up at once for three seconds. But first, let me tell you about my time at the school and what <laughs> I do. And let me tell you more about the virus. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Last semester, when all of this started going down. In the they, spring. Yeah, yeah, in the spring semester, they were like, Oh my gosh, you know, this is just terrible on our students and their mental health and their grades and the virus. Oh, we'll just give everybody pass-fail options. This is such an unprecedented time. Here you go. Here's all the help. But we're not going to give you a real ceremony and blah, blah, blah. And then, like the semester after, it's like, oh, we just expect COVID to be here. So, yeah, we're not going to give you pass-fail. Everything's going to be online, and we're going to expect everybody to perform as normal. It's yeah. like, what? <laughs> like, last year you had so much sympathy. Oh, absolutely. And now it's like, you what, you want tuition to be less? No. This costs more. We're yeah. just going to have everything be online, and we're not going to give anyone pass-fail, and we're just going to have things normal. It's like, what? I know, it's We're cra- in a pandemic, people. The world is shut down. This is not a normal semester. I know, I know. It's like, once <sighs> that, once it first hit, everyone, you know, didn't everyone, know what to do, so they were like, we have to, you know, get these guys graduated, everything possible to help them out. Yeah. I even was in a situation where... I had I had a class that I still had to take. I wasn't supposed to graduate. And then they were like, you know what? It's <laughs> it's gonna be online and you're an undergraduate. So there was a policy that all undergraduate students that would be taking an online class, they just got credit for that class. So I was able to graduate in the spring that because of unreal. because of COVID. That is unreal. Unreal. And what did I get this semester? I got a professor that is so bad at teaching that more than 40% of the students dropped the class. And you know what they said? If you want to appeal, you're going to have to provide documentation of somebody that's had COVID in your family with a doctor's note and write up a paper about how bad your experience was and why you think you deserve an appeal. They'd write an you had to write paper. an essay and provide like doctor's notes, documentation, and proof of COVID results from your family to appeal and say, not that I want a refund, which is what's which is what we what we should have got for such an absolute crap education for that class. You just don't have it shown up as an F on your report card. And I emailed my advisor about the about this class and about other classes every week for about six weeks and received no reply from my advisor and she just emailed me back one week and was like yeah sorry i've been a really kind of a terrible person and advisor literally said literally no literally said sorry i've been kind of a terrible person and advisor i was like dang this person must be going through a terrible time to say like they're a terrible person like I don't think you're a terrible person, but yeah, you are kind of a terrible advisor. <laughs> yeah, they were right about I've that. only been emailing you for six weeks. Couldn't be bothered to email you back. No. Oh my gosh. It was awful. And you finished. I mean, you finished. passed all classes. Passed yeah. every class. I did not know if I would. This was, I would say, the toughest semester. Yeah. But it was just so different. I don't have anything else to compare it to. It's... At least with the previous semester being spring, right, where everything we started out normal, yep, and, and then, then we switched. Yeah, 
this started out switched, you know? Like, right, this which, started out with everything online. Which, one, I wanted to ask you, you know, how would you compare those two semesters? You know, starting normal in the spring, then switching to online, whereas, you know, fall, start online, and finish online. Um, I would say at least with the um, spring semester where everything hit at the same time, it felt like there was some bit of like, whoa, this is crazy. Like everything's going on and there was some sympathy there. Yeah. And with Zoom and whatnot, no one knew how to, no one knew how to use it. Right. And it was a, it was a bit of a mess there for a while. But with this new semester, it was just assumed that everyone knew what to do. Everyone knew how Zoom worked. It was just not fun at all Mm -hmm. because some classes were totally online and the amount of student interaction you got was like zero and you couldn't go to office hours like physically. So I would just pop into people's office hours all the time and just chat or talk about concepts or whatever. Like I love doing that. But now through Zoom, it's like it's just so much more awkward and you kind of catch the professors and kind of a weird moment, like they're in their office at home and their dogs barking and their kids, you know, in the background. It's yeah. like, oh, this is just, this is weird. Like, I don't like this. I wish you were in your office and I could sit down and show you my papers, show you my homework. It doesn't feel like you're talking to them about school things. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just, it was just odd. Yeah. Um, and I think that was what was the worst bit was that with the spring semester, it was understood that these were weird times, but with the fall semester, it was like, yeah, these are weird times. Get over it. It doesn't feel like you're talking to them about school things. Yeah. If it's just, it was just odd. Um, and I think that was what was the worst bit was that with the spring semester, it was understood that these were weird times. But with the fall semester, it was like, yeah, these are weird times. Get over it. It switched so fast within like two months, three months, like going from we kind of don't know what we're doing. So we're going to help you out to just you're just going to do it. Yeah. This way. Yeah. This is just the way things are now. Yeah. It's all over. 2020 is over, which means all of our problems have disappeared as a culture and society. The world's back to normal. Man, what a what a nightmare. Yeah, it's not like any of this is going to bleed over. (laughs) (laughs) It's not not like any of this is going to linger on for months and months, maybe even longer. Oh, (laughs) when I think about that. Anyways, one thing that we were thinking about with this podcast was obviously 2020 was a a heck of a year. Mm -hmm. And so everybody can list off a thousand things that was terrible about 2020. But. The good things about 2020, what were those? Well, we could actually put a positive spin on that. Yeah. That very interesting year. So what were some of your positive lights of 2020? Well, I think I already mentioned one. I was able to graduate, yes. you know, even, even though I really wasn't supposed to. And although it was unfortunate, the reason why I graduated, I was still very, you know, thankful for that. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, it that was. That was so cool. Yeah. Because, you know, like we, we, we said earlier, it was just so weird that semester where half is normal and then the other half is just not. After spring break, it was like, you're not coming back. <laughs> so weird. And I also saw a pretty bad drop in my grades <laughs> after we switched online. I think everyone did. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sorry for those who are still going to school. 
I remember we had a, <laughs> I went to my first silent disco. Would I do it again? No, but I tried it and that was a positive of 2020, trying new things, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't remember too many new things I tried in 2020. I guess the, the biggest positive for me in 2020 was actually getting a job. That yeah, was that was pretty huge. That was pretty huge because th- there was a right after graduation. I just remember there was like nothing. Appli- sending out applications and just hearing nothing back, which was pretty understandable, you know, with COVID, uh, you know, hiring new people. I don't know if that was that was part of the reason. Maybe they just didn't want me. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> who wouldn't want King Kevin on their team? <laughs> It's possible. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, from September to, you know, now, it's just flown by for me. This year, I think, was one of the slowest years I've ever had. Um, The slowest year of my life was 2008. Whoa, you actually brought up a specific year. Yeah, yeah. And that one, what do you mean? You said the slowest year of your life was 2008. Yeah. Please explain. Okay. The slowest year of my life ever was 2008, and that's because that was the year we moved. That was the year that my sister got married, and that was the year that I just like started homeschooling, basically. That was a crazy time for me. Just so much changed in that year, and being in Nashville for the first time, just all of your emotions and everything that goes along with moving is just crazy, especially new, to a place you don't know people. anyone. Yeah, new city, new people that you're going to have to meet. Moving away from your best friend, I Kevin kn- Dude, <laughs> that was scary. <laughs> that was so sad. I remember being in our bonus room thinking about not knowing anybody moving to Tennessee, and I just cried. I was like, oh, oh I don't That know is so anyone. scary. That is so scary because you were like nine, mm-hmm. t- ten. Yeah, yeah, I was ten when I moved. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was terrifying because I didn't know. But then again, I didn't know that many people in Alabama either. Because even at Harvest, I knew like basically three people, and then it was you and like one other person that I would like hang out on the regular. Right. But still, it felt like my whole world was collapsing. Absolutely. Like, oh, what am I gonna do? And then. It was only like two years later that I came back to Dothan basically every month and did something with the Harvest Youth Group. And I met so many people through the Harvest Youth Group. It was unreal. It's like I had 10 times the amount of friends when I left to, like when I left for Tennessee than when I actually lived in Dothan, which was so weird. It's like I had more friends in Dothan when I moved out of Dothan. That's odd. Isn't it? So weird. Literally, like, my friend group. And then, it was only, like, two years later that I came back to Dothan basically every month and did something with the Harvest Youth Group. And I met so many people through the Harvest Youth Group. It was unreal. It's like I had ten times the amount of friends when I left, like, when I left for Tennessee than when I actually lived in Dothan. Which was so weird. It's like I had more friends in Dothan when I moved out of Dothan. That's odd. Isn't it? So weird. Literally, like, my friend group quadrupled. It was insane. You just matured. I guess. (laughs) Tennessee changed you. It did. I came back a new man. (laughs) And And then we hung out basically ever since. 
Yeah. Even when I moved. Right. Well, there, there, was, there was a time where, you know, I think it was in that two years, you know, where yeah. we didn't really talk that much. Yeah, I hated like, your guts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, never wanted to talk to you ever again. Mm-mm. Until our parents made us. Yeah, forced us to. Yeah. Forced us to make make up. <laughs> but yeah, ever since that, every time you you know came back to Dothan, we'd always catch you up. Always. always. Every time. Never failed. That's what's crazy. I'll never get over that. Just our connection has continued no matter what season of life. That dude. Ever since second grade, mm-hmm. you're in first. But ever since then... Yeah. That's amazing. It is. It is. To this day. To this day. 2021. 2021 and counting. That's one good thing to be thankful for in 2020. New new friendships and continued friendships. No Absolutely. no falling out. Right. That's what I'm thankful for. Because there, there were a few moments in 2020 where it felt like, ooh, I don't know if there were going to be friends anymore mm. like they're just just like with different conflict or just different life changes it's like oh man this this could end very badly mm. but it didn't all, all friendships are still intact yeah same same with me and thank goodness for the internet where we can keep in touch if for real you know, social distancing and just being away from each other mm-hmm. you know just being able to talk exactly yeah that that really does help and people People rat on social media all the time. Yeah. Well, not rat on social media. People dog it all the time. But it really is a great way to keep up with people and like comment on their stories and like start small conversations. So Yeah, it's true. That's been super helpful. Because it's kind of odd if you just text someone out of the blue. Like, hey, how are, how are you doing? You know, it's like uh, there's no real talking point you have to come up with something but if people are always posting about what they're doing you can be like oh what'd you think of that movie or what do you like oh that's so cool like i'm at that place too you know you can always find some commonality at least to start the conversation that is true getting a text out of the blue can be a bit awkward yeah just you know after months or even a year or so just getting hey how are you (laughs) who are you again (laughs) (laughs) No, but that happened to even one of my friends from England. Um, she posted something on her story. I hadn't talked to her in maybe five years. And yet, just like commenting on her story, like we started just a short little conversation where if I had just texted her or something, it, that would have been just so weird. Been like, oh, we don't have that much in common. And like, why are you texting me? You know, but being able just to have those small interactions are nice. Absolutely. See, I don't. I just don't use social media. So if if I want to reach out to someone, I have to be that awkward <laughs> person to send that text. It's not that awkward if you know them. I mean, like if you're good friends with them. Sure. So it's not that awkward. Right. But if it's someone that I'm trying to reach out to after not speaking to them for a uh, good while, mm, yeah. You always write a letter. dear andrew (laughs) this is your bestest friend kevin i know we haven't talked in four years but and it's like cursive and oh yeah scroll Scroll, yeah yeah yeah. exactly please write back at your earliest convenience (laughs) (laughs) you're like neighbors he could have just knocked on his door you just give him a letter instead that's one way to do things it is writing letters Dude, writing letters. You know, uh, isn't that how they used to do it? Like, 
you know, I'm sure we're like, Commun- our like communicate. Yeah. Like, they, <laughs> of course right. they had to communicate through letters. They didn't right. Have phones. Right. And isn't, it, it is pretty special mm. to, to get a, like a, you know, well thought out written letter from someone, you oh, know, for meaning sure. they, you know, they took the time to think about what they wanted to say and actually put it on paper mm-hmm. and send it to you. I think there's something, you know, there is something special about that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's like to get a letter me I don't it's a I feel like it's one of the most um sentimental and highly valued forms of communication. Like if someone sends you a letter like they mean it. Like they thought so carefully about what they wanted to say, how they wanted to put it, putting all the time into writing. Oh my gosh, I wrote so many letters <laughs> during 2020. Holy moly, man. And I would just throw away letters if it wasn't like perfect. Yeah. And the worst about that eventually got to the point where I was like, I don't have four hours to write this letter. This is fine. <laughs> but man, in the beginning, it was like, no, 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 no. These letters have to be perfect. And like my perfect is very different from someone else's perfect. Right. My cursive is trash. Four I... hours of uh, writing. Yeah. Yeah. If, if I got a stationary, letter... I guess that's what you call it. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Man, I know if I got a letter, that is very special. But if they expect me to write back, that puts a lot of pressure on me because I am not, I'm not well, I don't have good, uh, what, what's the term for writing? I guess it's just writing. Good handwriting? Handwriting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not that good. It doesn't look great. Penmanship. Yes, 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 exactly. It doesn't look great. And if they write something nice, then I- I might as well just type it up, you know, like, oh, forget it. The bad thing about if somebody has written you a letter and you type something back is that it's so sterile. It just, it's not the same because if you write, there's so much emotion and personality in how someone writes to where even if it's a trash, if it's from someone that you like or someone that you're just like, you just have a good friendship with. It's just like, oh, these are their words, mm. you know? It basically, like, anything they've ever spoken or their heart, like, written out physically. Yeah. It's like, whoa, this is, like, sacred. Right. Yeah, for sure. It feels that way. I don't think I've ever received a letter. That's ever? fine. That's fine. Well, I've never received a letter, like, in the mail. I was about to say love letters. Whoa. <laughs> That's not really... I wouldn't go that far. No. But, um... Yeah, letters. just sending letters, yeah, but not. Yeah. You know, I've never like stamped a letter no. and sent one. Like that sounds psychopathic. <laughs> <laughs> like actually sending a letter—that's so weird. If it's not congratulating someone on like you know like their graduation, and you have like a, some money in there, right? Well, I, of course, different. I've I, I've received cards yeah, with you yeah. know writing in it, of course, but not like just a a nice letter, just. That'd be weird. Yeah, that actually that would be weird. <laughs> That'd be weird. Yeah, if there's already an established like relationship and there's letters, it's not weird. Right. But yeah, to receive one out of the blue, <laughs> I would question that person's mental state. <laughs> That's a little much. Just in the awkward text. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's a little much. It even it it would be worse if they did a typewriter though. I think. <laughs> uh. Wouldn't it be worse? Wouldn't it be worse to receive a letter out of the blue that was typewritten or that was handwritten? Handwritten. Worse handwritten? I think so. Yeah, that's true. There is a bit of charm to a typed letter. And it's not so personal, I guess. But if it's handwritten, 
it is more personal. personal very personal. It's a little bit like, ooh, what? This person they really wants it. Yeah, they, they really need it. <laughs> they really want something to come across. Oh, the little little X's and O's. I'm glad I have never I've never received a letter just out of the blue. Yeah. Oh, I tried to find some good things about 2020 that happened this year that kind of flew under the radar, and it really just highlights just how bad a year it actually was because what it quotes or writes as great things that happened in 2020 are like, um, what (laughs) you thought to write about this. So, um, this is actually an interesting one. Whales have finally returned to New York city. That's pretty cool. That's whales. Yeah. You know, I didn't even know whales were, even close it got even close to new york city no me either but apparently they've returned which is pretty neat and then there's an article about um centenarians what's a centenarian hold on i know septuagenarian is a 70 year old i think whoa centenarian that's a person that's a hundred years or older Holy like a century. Smokes. Oh, yeah, C-E-N. century. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gosh, I'm stupid. Okay, <laughs> centenarian. Um, centenarians eagerly practiced their right to vote. Interesting. So they gotten voted. People over yep. 100 really yep. felt passionate about voting. All 17 100-year-olds voted. They're only 17 100-year-olds. No, I'm totally kidding. Oh! That's, <laughs> I was like, huh. I mean, I guess that's I That's what I think it. is funny, though. It's like you're going to write an article about, like, centenarians eagerly practice their right to vote. It's like, what are there, you know, a few hundred? Like, there, there, there can't be that many. Like, how many no. hundred-year-old people? I don't know. Do I don't know, know a person, even in their nine, 90s. I don't know what they thought they were real. I mean, what? I mean, it's great that they're voting, right. but... And that's, great that they're a hundred and you yeah, know, so long. Yeah, but it's like there's so few. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. It's just I mean, and that's an interesting way of phrasing it, isn't it? Practiced their right to vote. Yeah. Do you need to practice before you vote? Do you have to get good at voting before you can officially vote? I, I don't, mean, it's I don't like practice voting. You know? Hmm. You know, you don't get to practice that often. You don't get to practice that often. So you I mean, have to learn every time. Yeah, I'm, well, I practice before I go. I fill, I fill, I print out a fake ballot, mm-hmm. and then I like fill in the boxes. Right. Make sure you don't circle the wrong one. Hey, oh, that's right. the worst. Yeah. And then you, re- that's oh, why you practice. Yeah, because it's not, it's not too easy filling mm-hmm. out the right ballot. Uh, here's another good article. Vulnerable pandas got a, oh. That's that's actually not a good. <laughs> oh. not a good one. That one got a little weird. Um, Wait, what? It said uh, pandas got frisky and reproduced. So pandas. So pandas are coming are back. Populate. Okay. That's a overly risque missed... way of it saying, was just that saying that pandas are coming back and are less extinct than they were in the beginning of the year. That's good. That's you know. Why do people have to oversexualize everything? That's our culture. Pandas are getting frisky. It's like, <laughs> really? We're going to make that some... Oh, God. I can't stand people sometimes. Oh. Barcelona Opera House performed a concert for 2,000 plants. Why? Exactly. I don't know. But they did it. Why? No idea. This is the kind of stuff that makes the news like this this is how bad of a year we've had this apparently is the best news we've had all year 
People knit and donate winterwear for people in need. That's nice, but people have been doing that forever. That's true. So it's not really, uh, you know, 2020 specific. So I, I don't count that. The Great Barrier Reefs have noticeably recovered. I that did is hear fantastic. about that. That is good. Yeah, that is exceptional. So, and I've I've heard. Um, wasn't there something in like like dolphins are back in uh, the rivers of was it like a European country, right? With all of these, like, you know, Barrier Reef, whales in New York, dolphins, other places, it's 2020 specific for the reason of, I'm assuming it's because not many people are out and about, you know, driving cars, stuff, air's getting cleaner, I guess. Mm -hmm. I guess. I don't know the reason. That has to be it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the only thing that that would be is, like, the noise pollution, this would be one thing. So, right. like, obviously animals aren't going to go where there's tons of noise and people and potentially danger. And just cars. Like, having millions and millions of cars off the road no longer producing um, as much emissions. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that helps a ton. As far as trash and everything goes, I'd imagine the trash would remain relatively the same. People are still going to throw away stuff. Electrical consumption, I guess power consumption would be down as well, though, because all of those offices and buildings and plants are no longer producing as much. But wouldn't everybody still be home? Uh, Yeah, that's true. And I mean, some production plants would be ramped up more than ever due to specific supply needs and supply shocks. Yeah, I don't know. I guess power consumption would remain the same. I guess a lot of it would just come from cars and people and sound like sound pollution. Here's some more good news. Restaurants shared their recipes so we could make them at home. That's kind. Of, that's new to 2020. That's that kind is. of interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't cook, what, but hey, I'm, we I'm cooked happy. one time. Yeah, once we made a good meal. Though. It was good. It was good. It was dang good. If you're if you're allergic to dairy, then it would be at the worst meal ever. <laughs> but if you love dairy, mm, it was good. That was good stuff. I remember my mom actually benefited directly from restaurants. Uh, Posting their secret recipes because mom made, do you remember when Chick-fil-A used to have chicken salad? Yes. She made Chick-fil-A chicken salad and it was really good. And it was exactly the way I remembered it. So that's pretty neat. Oh, another good thing from 2020. Oh man. Now we're back to the terrible stuff. A squirrel mastered a ninja warrior obstacle course, proving that squirrels are more amazing than we thought. Yeah, that, that that doesn't that doesn't take the cake. Sorry, bud. That just doesn't that doesn't work. I don't think of a squirrel as being amazing. No, there's really nothing amazing about squirrels. No. Sorry, squirrels. I I might be able you know to be swayed from that if somebody can convince me otherwise. Man, these articles are trash. I Americans rush to ad- oh yeah, Americans rush to adopt and foster pets during the pandemic. That's good. When it comes to baking, people got really creative, turning tiny pancakes into cereal. Okay. Oh, gosh. Oh, they're going to... This is another article. Great things to come from 2020. We, we also have time to read again, and we're seizing the moment to educate ourselves. Books like Robin D'Angelo's right, <laughs> White Fragility and Ibram Kendi's How to Be an Anti-Racist. Oh my gosh. One, two of the probably worst books you can read about racism. Goodness gracious. Do you know much about either of those two books? Nope. Basically, the only way they're 
premise stands is if you totally redefine racism. So it's not all that helpful. Oh, anyways. So basically, the people writing these articles can't think of anything. Can't think of anything good, no. Um, the, a surfer a saved a stranded dog. They talk about Netflix's uh, new shows. Brad Paisley brought beer. Oh, no. Brad Paisley bought beer for interracial friends who asked their community to relax and have a beer. Are you serious? Like, that that should already be a thing. Like, did that require an article? It's like, people hang out with people that don't look like them? <laughs> like, you really? Like, wow. That should... We're going to write articles about that? That should already just be a thing. I think, yeah. Like, you shouldn't have to write about that. Anyways... Oh my, man! These articles just prove that 2020 is worse trash. than we thought. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we thought we well. were gonna save 2020, but it turns out it's unsavable. Oh, let that thing burn! It's gone now. Well, I hope everybody can think of something good that happened. In true, true. One thing. Prayerfully, something good happened. Yeah. Which I know some really good things happened for me. Like mm-hmm. I learned a lot as a person, and grew a ton. So that was amazing. I mm-hmm. learned a lot. <laughs> during 2020 tons of new podcasts that came out that were fantastic definitely a huge shout out to the dark horse podcast super good it's all about like science and politics and whatnot it's incredible nice super good. that's one thing about 2020 the entertainment never stopped that's true constant stream of entertainment yep which that is was, kind of what people nice. need during you know times you know it, it's harder you know they need to take their minds off of bad things and <laughs> Why focus on bettering yourself when you can just distract yourself with entertainment? I think that's the idea. Sadly. Which sometimes is the worst. True. Just to not want to think about anything for a minute. Now, that actually brings me to a point. Pixar has basically been releasing all of their movies direct to video Mm -hmm. um, or direct to streaming. Right. By the way, if you can hear rain, it's because it's raining outside. Nothing we can do about that. Hopefully that calms you on this nice 2021 day. A nice, calming, relaxing detour from all of your troubles. Anyways, Soul from Pixar. Have you seen it? My sister saw it, and she was wanting us to watch it. Really? Yeah. What'd she think of it? You know what? Didn't ask her. <gasps> you didn't ask Cassie what she thought of it? Nope. The last Pixar movie I watched was... You don't remember? I actually, now that I think about it, do not remember. <laughs> you never I watched di- Toy Story 3, did didn't, you? No, 4. I did not watch <gasps> Toy watch Story 4. I okay. didn't watch The Incredibles 2. No, didn't watch there. Finding Dory. I like it, but it's not as good as the first one. I, I can't remember the last one I watched. Hmm. Did you see Inside Out? No. Did you see... Oh, my goodness. Uh, oh, goodness. There's the Spanish one. Coco. No. No? My sister liked that one, too. Hmm. My goodness. It might have been Toy Story 3. Really? Yeah. It might have been. Wow. In theaters, I mean. You, you saw know. Up? Yes, I did. Okay. That, did Up come after Toy Story 3? No, before. Before? Okay. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think it was Toy Story 3. Wow. That yeah. was a long time ago. Fantastic movie, though. It was. Great way to end. Which oh. is kind of why I didn't want to watch Toy Story 4. I totally get it. And I still think that Toy Story 3 is the better ending. Yeah. But Toy Story 4 is such a fun time. Mm. And they did a great job with the new characters. The only thing that I don't like is how they portrayed Buzz's character. Like, Buzz's character 
just he doesn't seem like he's buzz throughout the whole movie they just kind of dumb him down a little bit and it's like what that's weird buzz wouldn't act like this the whole movie but i digress still a really fun film and obviously pixar just kills it in the animation department mm-hmm. always it's incredible. Yeah. I feel like you would like it just for the animation. Really? It's really pretty. I think if I was going to watch a Pixar movie, it'd probably be Coco. Really? Yeah. Why Coco? I don't know. It just seems kind of different to me. You Definitely. Know? You know, I've seen kind of Finding Dory, Toy Story 4, obviously, just sort of the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I could definitely see me enjoying Coco. I'd have to watch it. I've never seen it. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I've heard good things about it. Yeah, same. So I'll have to try it out someday we could watch that yeah we could Ooh, movies okay nice we'll have to add that to the ever-growing list but i did scratch one thing off my list of movies to watch this year and it was the shining the shine on on a christmas cabin trip literally we're like oh let's watch a great christmas movie yeah have you guys seen the shining (laughs) (laughs) like wait what have we seen the shining no and then we ended up watching it and it was great everyone somehow was in favor of watching a horror movie on a cabin trip that had basically nothing to do with christmas yeah except for winter time yeah Yeah. that's it that is the only thing that could possibly be related to christmas yes other than that it is just a horror movie yeah but it's one of the best horror movies it is of all time i told you yep Told you you had to watch it. I know, and I am not a horror movie person no. by any stretch of the imagination, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed it, and I'd happily watch it again. Yeah, it's definitely one that you can watch again. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. There's a lot to take in. There's there is. little Easter eggs. The acting is good. I think it's amazing. Oh. Jack Nicholson is incredible as Jack Torrance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jack Nicholson is just Jack Nicholson in yeah. the movie. He kills it. So good. So, happy to cross that one off the list. Were there any movies that came out during 2020 that you thoroughly enjoyed? You know, I actually, I didn't watch too many movies. Well, I, I I didn't go to the theater once, I think, in 2020. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. It, it would have had to have been, because I certainly did not go once COVID hit. Mm-hmm. Anything before that, January to mid March, I can't. I don't think I did. Hmm. I saw Tenet in theaters twice. I still haven't seen Tenet. I I have to. I mean, I have to watch it because it's, it's Christopher Nolan. Nolan. Yeah. yeah. It's a strange movie. I'm interested to see what you think of it because I've refrained from actually telling you much of anything about it, especially right. what I think about it. Right. But and thank you for that. Yes, yes, because I don't want to taint your view of it. That's but. perfect. We'll have to talk about it soon. Mm, mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Mandalorian came out 2020. It did. Yeah. You haven't seen that either, though. First season. You saw the first season? Yep. And I haven't finished the second. Okay. Okay. What do you think of The Mandalorian? It's good. You know, um, it's obviously since I haven't finished the second season, it's not something that I have to watch. Mm. You know, every episode it comes out. But, you know, it's it's good. It's quality, I think. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. Yeah. It's definitely, uh, definitely fun. At first, I thought that we were really in for something truly special with that first episode. God, that first episode was incredible. It was. 
And then it just kind of became very standard, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Which was, it's not bad. No. But, again, like you said, that first episode was incredible. Yeah. And then after that, it was just good. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what characters are reintroduced in the second season? I've been spoiled. I mean, you have? I mean, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, unfortunately, I, I do. Okay. A lot of characters from the Clone Wars, the mm-hmm. animated series. Some from the original series. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Disney's coming out with a lot. So much. Of, of Star Wars. I nearly flipped my lid when somebody texted me and said, go to the Star Wars Instagram page and just call me when you're done. And I was like, okay. And they have so much coming out. It makes me so happy. The fact that Hayden Christensen is coming back as Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Ewan is Ewan McGregor. Oh my gosh. This is insane. This is going to be a great, great year for Star Wars. R slash prequel memes is going to have a field day. <laughs> oh my gosh. The Reddit memes are going to be incredible. Dude, prequel memes is going to lose their mind when they, they see Ewan McGregor on the screen again. It's going to be a good time. I'm almost just as excited for the memes that will come from Reddit oh, in the yeah. actual show. But an Obi-Wan Kenobi show, that's going to be incredible. It will be. Because with Mandalorian, it was all new characters in a familiar setting. Mm-hmm. But now, it's characters that we know and love coming back. Oh my gosh. Are you excited? I'm ex- Of course. I'm really excited. I just don't know what to expect. I know. Because well, I'm... Uh... I just hope they don't mess anything up. Well, they can't mess anything up more than they already have with the uh, pre the sequel trilogy. Yeah. Gosh, those new movies are. We just don't talk about those. Mm. Well, we do talk about them, but not in a good not in a good light. Mm-mm. But that's so exciting! Yeah, tons of new Star Wars stuff coming out. <gasps> like so much! So like, I couldn't believe how many shows are coming out. And there's a Star Wars anime coming out. Did you see that? No, it's called. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but it's, it's a Star Wars show that's done by an anime studio and it looks really good. Nice. I'll probably watch you just for the animation if it's good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, so exciting. Can't wait for the new content. Speaking of new content, we're going to be, <laughs> your face is <laughs> crazy right now. Well, um, I was excited. Oh, well, speaking of new content, we're going to be creating more episodes Way more episodes for 2020. Yes, we are. That 21. is exciting. Oh, gosh. See, you're, uh, I'm still living in the no, past. It, it's, it's that thing where it takes it's, like, four, like it's maybe ingrained. a month to just get that previous year out of your mind. True. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know, we'll be writing 2020 on everything, you know, when we're filling out dates and stuff. Just because it doesn't, doesn't feel like 2021 yet. Yeah. But yes, we will be coming out with more podcasts yes. instead of just one, one every year. year. <laughs> See, that's <laughs> another bad thing about 2020 is we did like one podcast. We did like, we did the uh, video game music soundtrack. And right. I think that was it. I genuinely think that was the only thing we released. That was a good podcast though. Oh, fantastic. And we have way more coming down the pipeline that's similar that we're yes. super excited about. Yes. Cannot wait. Oh, I'm excited. 
2021 is going to be a good year. It will be. I will make it a good year. Yeah. I will force it to be a good year. I will bend it to my will, and <laughs> yeah. it will be a good year. Yes. Yeah. That's one good thing to look forward to in 2021 is everyone, I feel like, has the lingering, like, we are going to yeah, make we're this better than make it a good year. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> but doesn't matter. We will bend it to our will. If we have to strangle it, <laughs> it will be a better year. We will force it into submission. <laughs> It'll be a great year. It will be. Very excited. Yep. 2021, we're coming at you hard. We are. Coming at you fast. It's going to be a fantastic, super freaking awesome, cool kind of year. Yeah.